Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them. Most times. Sometimes we hate them. But we'll see. We're going to be on the ride together. Um, if you've listened to this podcast for four years, can y'all believe that we're past 200 episodes? This is crazy. Um, then you already know what I'm going to say. Why have I said this for four years? I need help. That's why I go to therapy. Um, <laughs> I'm so what? Yes. Excited. I'm elated. I'm thrilled. We have another episode where there's two guests. Um, one returning guest who is a dear friend of mine. Another returning guest who's a dear friend of hers and also like the new homie who I've pulled up at parties and functions with. Together, they are best friends and they host their new podcast, let me fix it. That's let me fix it. Come on now. Where they analyze our favorite pop culture moments in history and find out what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. I love that cleaning up the image. Let me fix it. Yes. Congregation, please welcome Francesca Ramsey and DeLon Grant. Woo! Hey, hey. Yes. what's up? What's up? It's so wonderful to have you on the pod. It's so great to have you back, Fran. Uh, you really brought Brittany Dawn to life. And by the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's still alive, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're super excited to be here. Uh, we always have a great time with you in person, and now DeLon gets to be on the pod, which is yes! so exciting. Uh, I which met DeLon I at your to, birthday. I love. Yes, Oh, yes. thank you i appreciate that i am i can't wait i gotta listen to let me fix it i love to work out and listen to podcasts so this is like i'm gonna put this on on the treadmill today yes you um, can't wait <laughs> yes because somebody does like it's so funny like back in the day when i don't know it's interesting be, this is what i'll say i guess this is a metaphor that maybe will make this work so there's two people who one is not no longer with us and one is still alive but no longer working, who have always thought as celebrities could get away with things because they were from a different time. Like, they could just mm. say things that were wild and we wouldn't be like, you need to apologize. Well, mm-hmm. there's also, well, there's no social media to keep track of people saying wild Legit. shit. Then, you right. know, it kind of happened and then no one remembers it and then you never hear about it again. Joan Rivers. Oh, oh. wow. My, these, listen, I'm going to list my two problematic faves. Joan okay. Rivers and Wendy Williams. 
Okay, no, this is true. Uh. The two of them have said some wild <laughs> shit. Out and of they pocket. are so, they are both so lucky that social media was not where it is today. I right. would push back and I would say y'all let Wendy Williams say what Wendy Williams was saying. But that's but, because she love was it. from and a people different love it. time. And pe- that's but how people, we excused it. But people, but people ate up, she was here, from a James, different time. Jo- <laughs> legit. Joan Rivers was funny. That's why we let that happen. And we let comedians get away with a lot. No, But, but Wendy Joan Williams Rivers wasn't was- even funny. Wendy no, Williams okay. wasn't even funny. Okay, I'm going to push back on that one. Joan Rivers was funny, but sometimes that bitch was racist. She, oh, was going, she was saying some racist, transphobic, oh, yeah. homophobic shit. And so was Wendy, like not saying she didn't. But, but again, she was the, from a different time. Yeah, you're the, right. Your, your point stands, state. Lacey. You're so right. You're so right. You're so <laughs> that right. That was the scam. And I'm like, how could I get a part of that? Let me fix it. How could I? How could I go back like, in time? No, how could I get that excuse at my age? No, you can't. There, it, it, <laughs> no, it does. Well, you know what it is, Lacey? You're going to say something today, right? Like, just bad pitch. We talk shit about robots. Ten years from now, it might be uncouth to talk shit about robots. Ten years from now, when they the robots will society. be like, it was a different time. They was out here making jokes about us and AI. And, you know. <laughs> wait, wait. Fred and I have a, uh, an episode on Let Me Fix It about JC and his friend called him out. His first album, his solo album was called Schizophrenic. And friend was like, doesn't, can't say that. Today. You can't we have can't, the album called, can't you can't call have that today. No. Absolutely not. So again, I like, mean, the- look, I love Beyonce. She's my queen. My I like I went to her concert twice. The second time I paid a ridiculous amount of money just to stand next to her on her stage. <laughs> yes. And, and get her sweat on me. Like mm. to be her employee. You know, I helped mop up <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I paid extra to mop. And but she has a song that I think it was Destiny Child, all of them together. That's like nasty. Put some clothes on. I told you, don't you, walk, don't walk out, your out your house without, without some clothes, clothes on. on. I told yeah. you. Wait, is yeah. is that the music video where they're like looking at all the girls and like judging them for what yes, they're wearing? And they shit? put yes. them in like a machine yes. and yes. then make them like classy. And all about like their hose and like oh yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yes. would not fly today. These men don't want that's... no hot females that spin around the black <laughs> females. You nasty, nasty girl. girl. Come oh, on. I got a slut shaming anthem. Like... <laughs> but it was the it was the bop though. It but was, it was the, the bop. Time. But you it know what? Here's time. but I will say maybe I'm the metric here. I don't know the song because oh. clearly we not singing it. Nobody's singing that song anymore. No, we're not. We're not. You're not. I mean, but Jelani, no. you must know all the words. <laughs> I, saw I know you every single word. Every single word. I know <laughs> Michelle's bridge. You're nasty, girl. You're, <laughs> you're classy. You're, you're trashy. <laughs> you're but classy, here's the thing. Girl. I, I feel like we've we've rounded the bend of being like, yo, yes, I'm nasty. The the amber amber rose of it all. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. nasty as fuck. And I'm proud of it. There's nothing wrong with being nasty. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, which is why we don't sing that song anymore because it was saying that being nasty was a bad thing and now we're all in the nasty bitch era. Proud to be yeah. nasty. And I think it was also saying nasty was a bad thing because that was in the time where women were still conditioned to believe that like how you present yourself would make you safe around men. And Hello. then when we all started to realize, oh, they're going to attack us whether we got on a Damn. nun outfit 
That's well, we true. Gotta, <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to have on the whole habit and still Literally. get run up on. So it was like, all right, we're going to leave this behind. Maybe I'm walking outside in the thong. Because like either way, if you a weirdo, you a weirdo. <laughs> that's the, right. that's that right. is the whole ass truth. Where's that song? It doesn't matter what you're wearing. These motherfuckers are still going to try you. Like, Delon, let's make the song. Come on. Okay. Fred, can you help us write it? <laughs> no, because I'm on strike. No, no, no. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay but this, it's a song, though. Now we're talking about that's fair. That's you know, fair. Well, you know, another industry where I'll get fucked by residuals. Awesome. Let's do yeah. it. Oh, I mean, but the other thing I would say, listen, music is like industry the, is really where they get you. That's they what I'm saying. No they will None really screw you on those streamings. Like you mm-hmm. have the number one song on Spotify. Here's a nickel and a ball of lint. Those that's, good old three sixties. Mm-mm. Those good old three, and even in podcasting, you have to watch out for a three sixty. Like I truth. can't say too much because I still wait. Work I don't even know what a three sixty is. And a three sixty deal. Well, they so take three, care of everything. So they like oh. are basically like you make all the music, you do whatever. We'll bring you producers. We'll bring you songwriters. We'll get you chains. We'll take music videos. We'll get you all the big booty women to like swipe oh. your credit card on their cheeks and all this shit, right? And you're like, oh, this is amazing. But they're like, we're gonna take everything that you make, of everything, and act like we're owed it because we invested in the beginning. Uh, then they inflate right. all the numbers. They inflate how much the chains cost, how much the big booty girls so cost. So you owe them money yeah. before you actually Yo, make any that's money. That's the, what happened to TLC. I was yeah. going to say, that's the TLC behind the music thing. When Left mm-hmm. Eye broke down, this is how you make no money while, yeah. when you're you know, a number one a band in, in the in the country. That's They crazy. own your masters, which means if your music plays in a commercial, they're like, oh, that's our bag. That's our stuff. That's why Damn. like... They I can really, even own your name. Look at that's why Prince became Prince. the artist formerly known as mm-hmm. Prince. That's what happened to Tina Turner. Yep. She was like, you can have everything. Just give me my name back. I mean, Damn. honestly, a lot of people are signing things. Or they have stars in their eyes yep. and they don't know what they're signing. And lo and behold, they will take advantage of you. That's why y'all got to fix it. They want to be celebrities. Uh, Let me fix it. Y'all got to... Uh, we got to start it. Let's start an agency. Listen, That's the next I, thing. I, right. I was going to say, Fran is a let me fix it. Fran is a self-made woman. Okay? <laughs> she jumped on that YouTube, that YouTube and social media platform train and she just made it work. So Fran is a living let me fix it. Oh, my God. Also, I'm, I've never... She fixed me. She fixed me. No, seriously. (laughs) It took me like years. And after like, I think a conversation in therapy to like go fully look at the conversations that Fran had on the internet during the time Mm. where I was on TMZ and everybody was being super racist and like iCarly. And when I tell you that Fran is like an expert of the internet and of the read, like just I... I literally was reading this stuff and I never told you this friend, but I was reading this stuff and Mm. I was crying and I was like, I can't believe I have such a good friend in my life because I had to get off the internet because they were pissing me off. A lot of people were trying to be like, oh, she's lying. Oh yeah, girl. I was in Lacey's DMs like, do not respond to these people. Let me handle it. Let me, let me get on Twitter and clock some heads together. You have more to lose than I do. So let me, let me, let me fix it. Let me take care of it. I got you. Some people have Twitter fingers. Listen, Frank got Twitter hands. Okay, <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> people would be like, "Oh, she's but lying about it, all this." But we Fran was like, "She's lying about this." This receipt, it, and then she'd have like four receipts, four screenshots. Oh, she's lying about this. You next, know, I next love topic. a receipt. Like always Yo. receipts, always getting people gathered. It was. 
a Listen, blessing. You don't want to be at the defense table when Fran is up there. You do <laughs> no. not want to be at the defense table. I promise you. I, I know this one for 20 plus years. You do not. It's no. the type anus plus the nosiness plus the like, you know, sassy bitch. It, it's a destructive combo, mm. but it is a good one. It and is. her motto is keep everything. Keep, keep everything. Keep everything. I keep all of it. Scams. Hey there, we're Vibe Check, and we are working on a special series called Hey Sis, brought to you by Ulta Beauty, where we'll be in conversation with inspiring Black women creators. In this series, we'll be talking about all things Black, Black joy, Black beauty, and Black stories. And Ulta Beauty is celebrating Black-owned and founded brands. Brands like Curl Mix, Undefined Beauty, Bevel, which we all use here to shave, and the legendary Pat McGrath Labs, who's having such a moment right now. So head to your local Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com to shop your fave Black-owned and founded brands. And check out Hasis, a Vibe Check series. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> I think about that TikTok sound a lot. Mooney, shout out to you. But like, a lot of us spend our lives like wishing that we had more time. We don't have Beyonce's hours in a day. She done scammed us with that. But we still have time. And the question is like, time for what? If time was unlimited, like, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. That's why I really like the meditation in the morning because I set my intentions. And sometimes it's just like drink water today. Like the goals don't got to be that big all the time. You know what I mean? And like therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can just do more of it. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and is suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief like questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch up anytime you want. So if they're not giving you the vibes, get you another one. BetterHelp is all about making sure you get the right fit. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash goddess today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash goddess. All right, y'all. So let's get into our first segment here. What's hot and fraud? This is where we're going to warn our listeners about a pop and scam in the zeitgeist. And more often than not, we get a letter from you all. As always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. <laughs> Just make sure your scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. My mom's going to kill me because I keep saying amen after cursing and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> um, God know my heart. And that's the part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But um, keeping with the let me fix it vibe, I wanted to find a listener letter that was like a little Hollywood, a little a little celebrity. And I want to get your opinions. So, Delon, Fran, I need a fake name from you. I love that I just put your names together and made it like it was a name. Delon, Fran. Um, yeah, Delon, Fran. Now, Delon, do you have do you have a pitch for a name, or do you want me to pick one? And gender doesn't I matter. It's a construct. Whatever. I don't know why. I, I feel like the universe is giving me a Samantha. I don't know why a Samantha's Ooh, coming, but that feels. I love it. It feels. It's. It, I don't know. It if feels it's right. The, the syllables, but it, you know, it's in Samantha. I was watching Sex in the City last night to fall asleep, and just remembering how much I loved uh, Kim Cattrall. So love Samantha. Uh, may she rest. She's not dead. But no, she's not dead. She, oh, right. Well, she ain't on the show. She ain't on the show. That's what I'm saying. Spoiler, if you're not watching, if you're not watching the reboot, 
She's made she's an appearance. Not even dead on the reboot. Has she really? Come oh, on, how dare show. you? No, yeah, oh, I'm you so know. Sorry. You know what's so rescinded, funny? Rescinded. <laughs> I like grabbed my chest. I was like, they really, really got the celebrity tea. So no, she um Kim Cattrall is on the reboot, the second season of uh, and just like that. But they hyped it the whole second season. They were like, Kim's gonna come back. The, she was there for a smooth five for. minutes. Oh, and not it was a even. phone call. She wasn't even around. No, not a phone call. Yes. Yeah, she said, I am not. Coming to set with these bitches, I would like wow. my own trailer. I would like a green my screen. own stylist, the old Absolutely. stylist from the original, which was real shade and tea. That she was like, I want the original stylist from the original Sex in the City. And then she's sitting down in a car. You don't even see what she's wearing. No. Hilarious. And the woman created iconic looks and also refused to come back to just like that. But she came back for Kim. Wow. <laughs> for that, for that just her car scene. Team Team Kim all the way. Team Kim, Team Kim, because Tim Kim was Kim was the girl. She was the show. She, she really was. What was. People she were was talking about. Funny as hell. So anyway, Samantha is such a great name, Delon. I'm living. So Samantha says, "I was a little lit when I heard about this one." Ooh. <laughs> okay, so we gonna let you off the hook immediately. <laughs> um, says, and I forgot to follow directions. I sent it to Instagram instead of to the email. Here's the copy paste from IG. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Um, yes, y'all, please don't send your letters to my Instagram, to my Twitter. They scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Congregation now. When we give our morning announcements, you got to hear them and you got to act accordingly, okay? In his name, okay? Because I don't read those. I don't like DMs. Fran knows I don't read DMs that often. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do it, but it's very rare because I know it'd be some mess in there. So, um, Samantha says, Lacey, love the show, but it's cool if you skip the praise. Yeah, you know I'm going to skip it. Uh, that's how I know you love the show. So thank you, Samantha. So let's get right to it. Got a solid scam that was run on a celebrity rapper, Sad Face, who had a real estate investment, like, ring. Not ring, because that implies crime. But basically, mm-hmm. they had real estate investments all over Atlanta, which already sounds like a scam to me, because mm-hmm. we all know Atlanta is one of the capitals of scams. We have, you know, Brooklyn. We have LA. We have Atlanta. We have Nigeria. Omo Niger. Oh. Like, we oh, have our spot. Nigeria, yeah. though. <laughs> Nigeria is still trying to get me in my emails, okay? <laughs> Oh, Monija. Okay, so um, <laughs> so they have all these investments all over Atlanta. Basically, he and his employees would go to the Home Depot together and buy expensive, high-quality materials. They Then, once the investor was gone, the employees would take all the expensive, high-quality materials back to Home Depot, return them for cash, which was fine because they had all the receipts, and replace it all with cheap materials that they could then install in the house. That way, they could pocket the difference. Later, the investor got a terrible reputation for selling awful properties with cheap materials. But it's a solid scam for these day player labor folks. And real estate investing and house flipping was already a scam in itself. So, boo. Eventually... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love you, Samantha. Eventually, the material scam stopped working because I actually heard about it from the Home Depot employee who fucked up the bag. He started asking for the original card for returns. So that was that. Mm. Yeah, I can't Damn. believe that they weren't asking for the original card to begin with. That seems pretty basic. Well, and it seems like uh, like uh, 
I don't know, a, a thing of the 90s to not say you have to put it back on the original card. Where are they giving you cash like that? I know. I mean, it's Atlanta. Because I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> no shade, Atlanta. I'm going to come there. Y'all been they asking me to make up whatever rules they want. Like, that's Listen, bizarre. Did y'all like, see Cry Reese recently? Um, that's what I call Tyrese. Oh, Tyrese. <laughs> no, not Cry Reese. Shut up, Lacey. I'm dead. He I'm had dead. a whole kerfuffle in the Home Depot because he was like, in the Home Depot with the people who were doing the repairs on his house which to me rings out like did you meet them outside because why why are you having to be why there are with you them? going on a hire a them. contractor right. yeah don't you need to be right. doing fast 25 i'm in a rental so and i even know that the contractor's supposed to go do that stuff on their own right like you're supposed to be doing fast and the furious 25 so corner. furious so quick um, <laughs> it like you know, like I love that the Fast and the Furious franchise, all the names. I'm gonna find them right now because they don't make any sense. For <laughs> and this is a tangent, but I just need you guys to know how much they don't make sense. Okay, Fast Furious. There's like movies. there's like sixteen of them, isn't there? There's I, like I thought there 10. were like twenty something. So it starts in 2001. The Fast and the Furious, what we all know. Mm. Then the next one, Too Fast with the number two, Too Furious. <laughs> then we have the turbocharged prelude f- to Fast and the Furious. Oh, so then, we're doing a prequel. We're going back mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, so when mm-hmm. they were slow and happy, and then we're going to go back <laughs> to when they was fast and furious. <laughs> Dead, dead. <laughs> so then we have the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Then it's Fast Ampersand Furious. They, so oh, oh they wow! So they you gotta switch it up a little bit. That's the fifth movie. Like we just call it Fast Furious Five. Why is it Fast Ampersand Furious when we had the Fast and the Furious in two thousand one? What's going on? Then it's called Los Bandaleros <laughs> in two thousand nine. Okay. Then it's called Fast Five. It's not the fifth movie. I'm confused. Well, is that is that after they lost? Did they? Is that when they lost Paul Walker and they had to like cut it back? Oh, and then didn't they use like CGI or something to put him in one episode? I think they it, did. One, one? Oh, oh AI. See, then we have Fast and the Furious Six. And let me go back because one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's Why is Fast and the one. Furious Six the eighth movie? Yes. What What are we doing? Well, maybe because. Not me trying to rationalize. Maybe because <laughs> the prequel is considered to be like negative one, right? Like me- <laughs> Just doing do math. Over here. <laughs> okay. Just uh, I'm uh, doing the math and mysterious. Aug- augmented Just matrices over math here. Math and mysterious. <laughs> Just move that one before the they start, and then it makes sense. Then seven is seven. Well, Furious 7 is the name of the eight, the ninth movie. Furious 7. We've oh. taken off fast. Oh, Even okay. though I'm pretty sure they're still going to be fast, but they were like, nah, just Furious 7. They were real mm-hmm. mad. They were real mm-hmm. mad. And then in 2017, we have The Fate of the Furious. What? What? What is the, or, what is the naming situation here? Yeah. Then we have F9. They're it's getting just, lazy. Yeah, it's just called the letter F and 9. Yeah, and now I feel we like have that's fast some uncle X. like just learning how to use his keyboard. He's like, "Oh yeah, what, <laughs> I wonder what this button does." Okay, now that's the name of the movie. <laughs> but back to Cry Reese. Um, 
I didn't lose the thread of Fast and the Furious King. The reason that this popped in my head was because he was recently having a kerfuffle at the Home Depot because he said he went into the Home Depot with his day laborers or whoever was doing the construction on his house. And he said he spent over $10 million at Home Depot over the years, like redoing his house. Yeah, that's what he said. And he was like, oh, it's too many people in here who are recognizing me from all these fast movies. Nobody in Home Depot (laughs) recognizes. Tyrese is the definition of black famous. Like, (laughs) truly. Black famous. Because because truly, outside of black people, who is claiming Tyrese? Do you really think in the Home Depot he's getting mobbed by people? No, I feel like like they're going, is that Tyson Beckford? (laughs) (laughs) They totally are. And they don't even know his That's name. A They're like, to Tyson, isn't that one? Is the guy from the it music really video? Is. They don't know his name either. So he's suing them for over a million or for a million dollars over alleged racial discrimination. And the racial discrimination comes from him going to the Home Depot and he said everyone saw him and was like oh my god that's him he's so fast he's so furious like we gotta get in his face so he was like i'm gonna go to the car but i'm gonna walk out with like a candy bar and i'm gonna tell the register people like hey these are my people i'm leaving my card they can use my card at the home depot tyrese (laughs) what do you do he was like i gotta go to my car and and get fast and furious in there because i'm just getting harassed by so many fans so he's sitting in his car waiting for these people who are doing the construction and then the home depot person was like whose card is this and they were like it's cry reese's remember he just left with a snickers bar like he's so fast and furious come on and this home depot person was like no where is he he needs to come be here for this large purchase which i understand which is why this letter doesn't make any sense to me because this celebrity investor around in atlanta the whoever was working at the home depot at the time was like yeah you can return all of these see that might be why they were being extra tough on tyrese and his crew because this has been a scam usually with these credit card situation right because he could Cryrese could immediately be like, it was fraud. I wasn't even there. So it makes sense to me that the Home Depot person was like, I'm not about to lose my apron over your ass. Like, Let's talk about it. But also, where's the racial discrimination? But, uh, be, uh, is it because his people that he had were were another? I don't, I'm so I'm perplexed. Well, by so Cryrese, I mean, by like, his own admission, he left the store without paying for a Snickers bar, which again, you know, it sounds like he left his credit card for a reason. Yeah, but then he got on Facetime and was like with the with the um people who were doing the construction, and he was like, show show the cashier my face because he he was like so famous that he couldn't come back in the store, and so famous that he didn't realize like why not get a business card like and put oh, it in their names they, if you're working <laughs> with them, like right. my assistant has a card that it, it I pay for but it's in her name so like right. I'm not FaceTiming people for my car being like I'm so famous for my Kali which is not really true I'm not famous also Tyrese so, has Tyrese. been famous for a long time like this seems like something Grow that, up. That, that you would have taken care of a long right. time ago so yeah, this this kind of bumped me into this letter because I was like another celebrity who's at a Home Depot having a issue. Because then Cryrese comes back into the Home Depot and starts really getting into it with the employees. And that's where he was saying the racial discrimination was coming in. Because he was like, I, I was on my FaceTime and I showed FaceTime. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a Home Depot employee, how am I going to be like, oh, yeah, well, he did FaceTime and say we could use his card. There's no record of that. But also a random person FaceTiming and being like, yes, that's my credit card. How how do 
do I have any confirmation that the person on the FaceTime is the same person that owns the? It smells the like card? a scam to me. It smells right. like a scam. I would be like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like you said, Lacey. I don't lose my apron over this. And it's also right. some like Gen Z white kid working the register. They don't know who Tyrese is at all. And I think that's really why he's suing. He's suing because he's like, we done had ten fastest and furiouses. <laughs> I was a baby. In, in a baby grown man in um in baby boy <laughs> in a uterus. No. <laughs> they play that on BET every day and every they night. They sure do. How don't you know me? I'm Cryrees. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised that the person at Home Depot, like you said, was not willing to risk their apron. I wouldn't either. A FaceTime is not a valid ID for a credit card. They ask for your ID for a reason. Right, but he was like, my ID also, is my face. I'm also, like, not here for a celebrity just being like, you don't know me? You don't know me? No, I don't, sir. That's I, we're, we're at a place of commerce here, right? Yeah, and I yeah. will say also, like, I, there's a number of times that I've <laughs> seen celebrities where just seeing them out of context is really difficult to figure out who they are. Like, if I saw mm. him, I don't, I, I've never seen the Fast and the Furious movies, so I don't know if he's wearing Wow, you're not in the Fast family? Or if he has wings, or he has, <laughs> like, you know, special <laughs> laser tennis shoes on. I, I have no idea, but I'm sure that even if people in the store had watched the movies, they might not recognize recognize him outside of the context of standing next to Vin Diesel. Right. I and know I'm he's not... in the movies, right? Vin Diesel? Yes, he is. He, he is. is. He's, he's, yeah. he's okay, the star. He's... he's the fastest is and he the most star? furious. He's the fastest? <laughs> <Yeah>. who's, the, <laughs> who's, the, who's the most mad? <laughs> I think it's Cry- <laughs> I think it's Tyrese. Uh, he, Vin Diesel is fast and Tyrese is mad. Um, so th- it's a great combo. No, but I, I agree with you, friend. Like, Angelon, like when you are on TV or in any show and like we work in entertainment, I will never try to be like, oh, I'm on the show or I'm a, I'm on TV. Because if you don't know, why am I over here trying to pull up my IMDb and give you my resume and my Indeed.com right. and shit? Yeah. And, and the look way at my LinkedIn. AI, and the way Photoshop and AI is set up. You can just fake all of those receipts. People can say like, oh, this is my IMDb and it's not real, you know? And and again, if it's somebody who does not watch a lot of TV or a lot of movies, you're expecting them to just like roll over for you. Mm -hmm. And it's really presumptuous. And they don't know you, they care. I don't care about you. I don't listen. I don't actually don't care. Even if you are on my favorite TV show, we work in entertainment, but I'd be like, oh, there's girl. Who's doing that? Who does that thing that I like? Yeah. yeah. You know well, I think I mean? that that's also like, that's a rarity because we do work in the industry. Right, I, right. There and are I a be lot left alone too. Yeah. There are a lot <laughs> of people. There are a lot of people who will fangirl and get so like, you know, flustered by seeing a celebrity. But I would think, I don't know. I would just not want to take advantage of that in, in that situation. Oh, like, I, I want mm. to. <laughs> if, if there's been times the where it happens but i know that i can't ask for it because th- there used to be that phrase in a, a lot of old movies about, do you know who i am it was always like an angry white woman or an angry white man do you know who i am and it's like if you have to say that they don't like then why are don't. we walking down right. that road exactly. but like right. my favorite podcast is the read and 
and and let me fix it. And I went to a read live recently and I went to the box office and tried to like upgrade my tickets because I got them last minute and they were sold out and they were kind of like really high up in the balcony. But I figured maybe some people like didn't come or maybe there might be some tickets that are better. So I was going to pay for them. And it was one of the first times that uh, no, because I don't know why people recognize me from this podcast. And then Jaquise Neal was like, because your face is on the podcast logo. Yeah, and you're also on TV on all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. So I went to the box office. And I was like, can I upgrade these tickets? Like, how much would it cost? And, and the lady at the box office was like, I know who you are. Don't worry about it. And got me front row seats. And I was like, oh, I like this. I like this scam. So... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I might I might start walking leverage. around with the with the, my IMDb just out next to my face. I'm not gonna say nothing. We'll just be like <laughs> scrolling it, like, hey, can I get this for free? Come on. Listen, if people genuinely offer you something, I say <laughs> go for it. But it's the difference between do you know who I am and oh my god, it's you. I'm such a fan. I wanna hook you up. And it sounds yeah. like it sounds like Tyrese was upset that the the latter didn't happen. And that's he was what it's expecting giving. it. Yeah. That's definitely what it's giving. Y'all, I just saw this viral TikTok of this gorgeous woman in her 60s, and she was being interviewed about confidence, and she had the nastiest hair flip and the sickest jacket on. And I actually saw people, because y'all nosy as hell on the internet, going to find out where this jacket was from, and I was gagged. The jacket was like $8,000. I was like, um, that's a car. You're wearing somebody's like used Camry. And I love luxury, but I, that's 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 loud luxury to me. But wouldn't we all love some quiet luxury with the quality and expensiveness of that fancy 60-year-old lady, but at a price that doesn't have me fainting? That's why I love Quince, because they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. That's not going to you know, have the repo man at your house. I love the silk top. I've washed it several times. It's still giving silk. Also, it's got a little stretch to it. So when it, it hangs on my body, it just looks so rich and fancy, but I'm not spending crazy, fancy, rich money. I know that's right. I love Quince so much. Y'all already know the deal. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goddess if you're a person with titties bras are so uncomfortable and constricting and now we finally like have something that's changing that skims is changing that skims bras they're worth the hype they're amazing the shape the support that they give but also they're like i said comfortable with you on your nipple okay i love the fits everybody brought in onyx which is like the black one like that's normally like the clothes that i'm wearing and stuff but like i also really love the wireless form push-up plunge bra because you know you sometimes you gotta give a little a little cleave a little titty okay you know what i mean make it cute so shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes 38 to 46 H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So, back to our listener letter, Samantha. Uh, let me fix it, crew. Delon, Fran, 
what do you think about the celebs' reputation being ruined by uh, day laborers scamming them into, like, putting in cheap uh, appliances and, you know, stuff in these flipped houses when he went to the store with them, or he or she went to the store I mean, store now them, I think it's Tyrese. And, you know. Now I think it was him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I listen. I can't. I can't blame the scam. I think. I think it's. I think it's brilliant. But I also think it's a lot of work. I mean, I hope. I hope the dividends were there because you were they. They're putting all the appliances in and then sending them all back. No, they just buy them, then return them, get the cash for it, and then buy the cheaper version. Oh, because the investor just was like assuming that they were getting all the high end shit. Yeah, because the investor went with them to get the high end shit. And then they go back after the investor and they return it and get some cheaper shit and take the difference in cash. And so that ruined the investor's reputation. I feel two ways about this. Like, if you're going to take advantage of people, a lot of times, like in front of Home Depots, they'll be outside and a lot of them will be undocumented. Um, and they'll be like, hey, like, do you need help installing this? Do you need help painting or whatever? And then sometimes they'll just like hop in your car with you and like go do the labor and get paid in cash and take care of their families. And I think it's an honest hustle. And I think that they, you know, this country is built on immigration. None of us like Talk originated here other than the Native Americans. And, um, <clears throat> So I think taking advantage of people who are in a situation where they don't have health insurance, they, you know, are waiting for labor outside of a place that they know they can get it. I I don't mind them scamming back and being like, we're going to do the work. We're going to install it, but we're going to install cheaper shit so that you can actually pay us the wage that we deserve. Because there's a reason why you went and got day laborers to do it versus hiring a contractor. contractor. Right, Right, exactly. You know what? I'll I'll also add to that, that these investors that are buying up all these properties, they are the reason that we're in a current housing crisis. So let's talk about Mm. that. You should get scammed because you are scamming the people who live in your community and are Mm -hmm. unable to find affordable places to live because instead of offering affordable housing, you are driving up the market with all of these short-term rentals and then the people who need a place to live ain't got nowhere to go. So I'm okay with y'all being scammed. (laughs) And to add to both of y'all, somebody's always getting paid. Somebody is always getting paid. So why not? Why not get paid? Why not try yeah. to sc- drive the scam? Right. If like if you're an investor, you're trying to short like to your point, friend, you're trying to sh- get the, the lowest amount you can for that property to upgrade it and sell it for the most. Right. right. So like right. somebody's always trying to get some money. Yes. And I would also add to that, if this person is a celebrity, Mm -hmm. you are then essentially taking advantage of other people by having these multiple properties. I just don't believe that anybody needs to be a landlord. You have one property, maybe an extra one that's a vacation home that you rent out from time to time, something like that. But if this person has enough properties that these day laborers are like, yo, they are not watching what's going on. We are able to do this scam multiple times. So not only are you trying to make a profit off of all of these different uh, these different homes or apartments or rental properties, you're not actually like doing the due diligence of keeping track of what your employees are doing. So yeah, right. you are asking for yourself to get scammed. So if you were to fix this, let me fix it. So basically what, what I'm gleaning from both of you is that if you're a celebrity, you shouldn't be a landlord. Honestly, no one should be a landlord. <laughs> I just I, I I just don't love the idea of, hey, 
you need a place to stay. I'm going to make extra money off of you when the reality is, is that everybody should have affordable housing. And and considering the housing market the way that it is, mm. I don't think anybody needs to own five, 10 properties that they're making money off of. When in reality, they aren't even doing any work. It's not like you're, you're not providing a service other than a home that you had the money to invest in. So like, there's no talent there. There's no skill being used in order. You're just someone that had money to invest. So I don't know. I don't really love, I don't love that positioning. Well, and as somebody who is an apartment dweller, uh, I can't get them to fix anything <laughs> in my damn apartment. But but the rent just keeps going up, though. Not right? calling I mean, us listen, dwellers. I've had, I've, we all I've in apartments, had... not dwellers. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm doing them, they're doing me a favor. I'm like, I have a, had a leak in my shower for over a year. And these people are like, oh, no, we're coming. We're coming. And nobody has come yet, you know? So, I I mean, I just like, I, I'm with you, friend. Nobody should own an apartment. I feel like you should, it should be a health, like healthcare. It should be a right, you know? Having an apartment should be a fucking right in the world. Um, how do we fix it? I don't know how you, I feel like everybody. <laughs> fix the housing crisis. Hold <laughs> on, know. right now. God, God. Well, how do we fix this scam? I don't know how you fix the scam. I feel like they got caught, right? Did they get caught? Yeah, Did so they, obviously the scam, yeah. obviously the scam is not good if you got caught. They didn't go to prison. It was just that one day they tried to run it and homie in the apron was like, uh, where is the credit card? And they were like, oh, never mind. And they just left. Like, it's <laughs> so I mean, uh, I feel like they're kind of a hater at Home Depot, but I also <laughs> side with them because I'm like, you wasn't trying to lose your job, like converting shit to cash, you know, because yeah. at the end I'm of the day, losing my job for, for some random ass person and on the back of a celebrity. Hell no. Nah. True. And Home Depot is not hurting for cash. I have no sympathy for Home Depot. So I say, listen, my my fix is keep going. What's your next scam? Keep going (laughs) and and, and do it to the man. Do it to a Home Depot. Well, in the Midwest, we have Menards. Like, who else can you scam? Because, like, that's a balance. You know, what's it? Robin Hood, right? You know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Yes. Yes. Love it. And I love that that's y'all's relationship with scams because that's very much me. Like, I'm like, is if you're scamming up, I'm on your side. Okay? Yes, Down yes. with yes. the man. <laughs> We're yes. still on strike. Down with the man. Oh, Lord, help. <laughs> help. <laughs> Right. So the historic hoodwink. Today, we're going to do an update on an episode that we did a long time ago. I was on a show, we're struck, that I can't talk about, but I did this update. And um, it's Hollywood. And we're talking about, let me fix it. We're talking about Hollywood. And so today, we're talking about the Hollywood Con Queen update, okay? Uh, So the Hollywood con queen was an exceptionally talented catfish that conned hundreds of people in the film industry over the phone for a period of seven years. However, this twisted con was as much about the psychological manipulation as it was about the small amounts of money conned from each victim. So the con was they used skills of impersonation, mimicking accents and insider knowledge of the industry. The Hollywood con queen would make calls all day in the guise of prominent women in the industry, such as ex-Sony shareperson Amy Pascal or president of Lucasfilms Kathleen Kennedy. Um, so she would, she would offer Hollywood gig workers, makeup artists, photographers, actors, lucrative jobs in Indonesia to shoot blockbuster movies on the condition that they could pay for their own way to Jakarta. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, paying your own way, that's that's flat red That should have been a one. huge red flag. Number but people one. want opportunities and we're in America and we've talked about America this whole podcast. So they're not going to think about that. They want the job. So while there, the con queen would keep a con- like in constant contact, sending them tasks related to the role, offering them advice, basically keeping them distracted. So, oh, go here, go there. We need this product. We need this. And they're keeping them distracted from the fact that they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she'd tell the victims every day that they meet directors and producers soon. So they got over there. So they leave the country and Mm -hmm. are then waiting around for instructions on supposed makeup job, costume job, Mm -hmm. whatever. The the paper, the pay for play of it all is crazy. So you're paying this, you're paying this hoodwink queen. (laughs) You're, Mm -hmm. you're, You're giving them money and you're also paying for your ticket over there. That is crazy. Yeah. And in the original episode, I remember this detail because it rung out of my head that sometimes they would land at the airport in Indonesia and there would be someone on a motorcycle who, for some reason, they had to give money to. And <laughs> a motorcycle? Giving, I'm not giving money to somebody on a motorcycle. Mm-mm. You can cross lanes. You can get away real fast. What are we doing? Why? That, and why am I giving you money for a job? Jobs should not involve me saying. giving money. Oh my God! Well, pay you know what? Play is crazy. And on the topic of how pay for pay for play should have been a red flag, the reality is there are a number of these sites for actors that you have to pay money to mm-hmm. upload your reel. You have to pay money to put your headshot on. You have to pay money to put your resume on. You have to pay every time you submit, and they're legit sites. Yeah, they I are. know people they that are. get real jobs from those sites. There are tons of you know online. Uh, sites that are for people working in customer service or people working in marketing, people working traditional quote unquote office jobs. And it costs money to have a membership to those websites. So I could, as much as I want to say, oh my God, I would never fall for that. I can also see why somebody who's desperate might think, okay, this is an investment in my career. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to take this risk. You know, maybe they're reading the artist way and it's telling you, you know, you (laughs) have to to chase your fears and you have to face those things. And they're thinking, well, that's just my inner voice telling me this is a scam because I'm afraid of the opportunity. Wow. wow. You better reverse engineer that. You better get inside someone's psyche and reverse engineer that. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, and I literally mentioned that book because I'm doing it right now. And there are all these exercises where you're supposed to kind of answer that voice in your head that's telling you you're not good enough, you're not going to make it, blah, blah, blah. And so those are the same voices that come up when you get encountering a scam Mm -hmm. where you're like, this can't be real. This is too good to be true. And so if you're trying to not listen to that and push through the fear, this is a perfect example where you're like, well, if I don't go to Indonesia, maybe I'm not going to Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not cut out to be in this industry. And yeah. it's also like really uh, an opportunity in Indonesia sounds so fancy. It sounds mm-hmm. so great. So you're <laughs> like, well, listen, I have to pay a little bit up front, but I'm getting I'm getting reimbursed, which I'm sure that was part of the whole deal. Like, oh, no, yeah. we're going to pay you back for that. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah, you're so right about it feeling really exclusive and special because if it was a movie that was shooting in your own backyard, you might question it as, oh, this isn't legit. But if it's in another country, you're building a resume. Mm -hmm. This must be something legit. So 
While the Hollywood con queen generally only made a few thousand dollars per victim, some victims were conned multiple times. What? So back to Are what Fran talking? was saying, like they weren't answering that voice in their head. They were conned multiple times. Several factors led to the ease of the scam. The promise of success in the industry puts people in the desperation mode. We talk about the despo meter and we talk about exactly what you're saying, Fran. Um, we talk about assessing how much you need something before you make a risky choice right. and and having that conversation with yourself or even saying it out loud. Sometimes I'll read some shit out loud and that will prompt me to be like, oh, this don't sound right. Or I'll tell mm. a friend this don't sound right. Like, like is the reward worth the risk? Yes. Or also like, and sometimes it is. I won't lie. I've gone down some back alleys and, and it, <laughs> it, it, it turned out good. It turned out good. But I did talk to myself. First, I was like, listen, we could get murdered or we could have $5,000 from a tech company. Let's try it. Um, and, and it worked out. But you do have to assess that risk. And I, I've also learned as a performer that the less that you fucking care about the job or getting it, the more you're likely to get it. Like That is I, so true. I tried to book commercials for years and never, like, I would be like, oh, thank you so much, or send my headshot, or send a little Starbucks gift card or whatever, because I went to some commercial class when I first moved to L.A. <clears throat> and I never would book. And then this, when I started working in TV and I had money and I was a little more comfortable, I was still going to commercial auditions at that time. And I remember like parking somewhere where I had 15 minutes on the meter and I came in and I was like, hey, I got 15 minutes on the meter. So if they can't see me in 15 minutes, I'm leaving. And I booked that job. <laughs> wow. They're like, her, she hates it here. And I, always hear that, and I always hear that from people who say, like, I was just about to quit the business, right? Like, mm -hmm. I was done after this last audition. And so you went in there like, fuck this. I'm not even going to do this this career anymore. And then that's the one that you book every yeah. single my time. My Broadway show, I was about to leave New York. I was like, I'm done with this. And the next, I was at my seventh callback for Hamilton. And the next show, I was like, ugh, I guess. And then they're like, welcome to Broadway. And I yeah, was like, I remember you calling me and telling me, like, you didn't even want to go to that audition. I didn't. I did not. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> done. But here's the thing about this scam. They got the, the people being scammed multiple times is nuts to me. Like, I, I this is a controversial <laughs> statement. But <laughs> if you let it happen more than once, like, joke's on you. You know. Okay, George it? Bush. You fooled me <laughs> once. Same on you. You fooled me twice. Uh, well, you can't fool me again. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so hard it's so hard especially this is one of those things where on the outside looking in it's very easy to say like I can't believe that, that they would do that because we know the final result right whereas right, right, right. if this person is so good at scamming they probably were like breadcrumbing enough because it's the type of thing where they probably gave them like a little bit of something that felt mm -hmm. real in order to hook mm. them and keep them going yep and these are and to Fran to your point this is what they did uh, so they would promise success in the industry and put people in desperation mode. Only a small fraction of the deals done in Hollywood on a daily basis ever make it to screen, and they know that. And on a daily basis, the deals and communication can be done very informally, such as over the phone or via social media. So they had ways of lulling these people into this false sense of security because they were working all the angles. And it wasn't discovered until many years later through the investigation of Vanity Fair's Chameleon podcast that it was not a massive criminal organization behind this operation, but rather one person, a man... <laughs> named Hargo Bind Tahil Rahman. 
So just a little bit wow. about Hargo Bind. I'm going to call him Hargo. He's 41 uh, and the son of 1980s film producer Lax C, or excuse me, Lao C, the last name, I'm not doing it again. An Indonesian man living in the UK. So he had all the jargon, all the facts, so all the words. So he knew how to sound like he Because of was... his daddy. Yeah, he sounded wow. like he knew what he was talking about. He got it from his daddy. And at the time, he had an online presence as a food influencer on Instagram under at Pure Bites and at I Spin the Tales. Now, I Spin the Tales, he's oh, telling himself. <laughs> okay. In it's under the line. Sight. <laughs> well, it, he's he's jabbing at you there. He's like, oh, you don't get it? That's <laughs> exactly what scammers like to do. They love just being so close to being found out. They kind of, I feel people like that it's get off on it. Oh, they hell do. Yeah. They have to. It's a profession, and and it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's about like how many people I can trick. And it that sounds feels like so it for good. this guy. If he was only getting a few thousand dollars out of it, and his father was in the industry, he probably already had a comfortable life. And look at him staging these photo shoots for his mm -hmm. food blog. He's you uh, know he has a few coins here and there. This yeah. was about you know the thrill of pulling one over on people. That's sociopathic. Like you had nothing yeah. else to do with your time. Mm hmm. But harm people. And, and I, it, there's a power in it because it's like, oh, mm. I made you do something that you didn't want to do. I'm powerful. And a lot of people get off on that. A lot of people. And taking advantage of vulnerable people that are like, I need your help. Like, I'm I'm trusting in you. You're, you're my chance at breaking into this industry and probably mm -hmm. boosting his ego and making him mm -hmm. feel like I have these people in the palm of my hand. Yep. And he presented himself like a normal guy, like clean cut, warm face. He likes CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit. <laughs> CrossFit. And he believes in self-care, in quotes. So uh, he has an Instagram video live that he once said, first thing first is you. If you believe in yourself, if you believe that the universe conspires in your favor, you're going to get by easily. So mm -hmm. what he meant by the universe conspiring was his ass conspiring in his favor. <laughs> and you need to believe in him. So he knew. He knew how to trick the girls. So in reality, Hargo was a con man cast out from his family and with the penchant for manipulation. So you know when your family is like, we done with your ass because like bloodlines were all like, uh, I guess I'll stick with you even though I hate you because we got DNA together. But when your family's right. like, we're done with you, bitch. Oh, you're You you're really awful. messed up. Yeah. So in the early 2000s, Hargo went to several colleges in the U.S. Why several? Why wow. several? Well, not, did he take advantage of acting students? He was oh, active God. in several competition speech teams. In 2000, he reached the quarterfinals of the National Forensic Association Competition of Persuasive Speaking. And obviously... Wow. <laughs> Not a scammer doing his homework. Being like, let, ah. me, let me work on my skills. Let me get a degree in crime. I know wow. that's right. He should have okay. got into politics is what he should have ah. done. Right. Listen, he might. Politicians so, are scammers left and right. Left and right. I I always say on this podcast, if I wasn't a uh, actor and a scammer, I would be a politician. Like I could talk, <laughs> I could give you a good speech and promise you a lot of shit and then get in the office and not do none of it. Um, real easy. So at <laughs> so it's not just about the money, which is what Fran said. So y'all be knowing. Let me fix it. Y'all on the ball, on the money. <laughs> While in prison, because he did go to prison. Um, Hargo once called in a bomb threat to the U.S. Embassy using a phone hidden wow. in his cell. Um, 
and in several different accents. So he was calling in bomb threats. He's just petty. Like he was like, I'm wow. gonna call I'm him surprised bomb that he didn't go into entertainment. Like if he's good at all these accents and his dad worked in the business, again, Delon, you called it about sociopathic tendencies. Mm-hmm. He clearly is smart and clever and has all of these talents for voices. And this is what he used it for? Right. And you it's know, like I'm, you're a I'm man a- who can fake being women accents right perfectly that everybody part. exactly people thought he was a woman this whole time you should be playing, on snl what are you he doing he should be doing cartoons i think I oh think he the should thing be doing cartoons. Is, there was probably a whole he was he's traumatized from like not getting the part guys mm. he has a he tried tried mm. and tried again and he was not cast and I think this, this is his payback. Oh. Because why would you not employ all of that shit? Why oh my God, you... he's a failed Nepo baby. He's like, yes. even with my daddy in the industry, I couldn't book. And so he was like, oh. I'm going to destroy Let the industry. Feel... No, wait a second. He's... Mm. Look, he's already scamming me into feeling bad for him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm empathizing with him. I love it. So he had also allegedly threatened to blow up the Pentagon. <laughs> oh my God. What while living fuck? in the U.S. He once convinced Enrique Iglesias to play a non-existent Miss Teen Indonesia pageant, and Iglesias even flew out to Jakarta before what? realizing that it was a scam. Oh my God! Damn, Enrique, I'm he so sorry. really knows how to freaking sweet talk people. Mm-hmm. I want him to do a masterclass. <laughs> I want him to do. I want him to do a masterclass. Is so there a SAG and WGA strike discount for the masterclass? Because <laughs> we need it. Oh we my god! It. And these scams had no monetary benefit. So back wow. to your point, friend, and back to your point, Delon. He was just doing this to be petty, and as a petty human, I was I I kind of lived for that. He just wanted to feel powerful. So with the Hollywood con, there were often two parts. During the first part, the con queen that we know now as Hargo lured people in with kindness and promises of exciting experiences. According to Vanity Fair, the con queen often told people he was allegedly conning that he wanted them to feel safe, and he wanted. To- <laughs> them to make him feel safe too. Uh-uh. So he's like, this is a safe space for robbery, okay? We're doing soft, <laughs> soft burglary, okay? Not him it's- using self-help language. Okay. It's good. So when the other shoe dropped, there was no job, right? The con turned into breaking people down and crushing their dreams and mm-hmm. telling them they'd never have a career in Hollywood. Dwan, you All- pegged it. The, the, mm-hmm. He is telling them. Sociopath. All the shit that his inner voice has been telling him about yeah. his own career. <gasps> yeah. That and instead evil. of shutting down that inner voice, he was like, let me share it. Let me share it with the girl. <laughs> <laughs> let me make money off of this inner voice. Yes. And so he would say this to his victims and actually try to convince them that it was their fault that meetings were missed or shoots were canceled. And oh, this is wow. a common con. We saw it with Lulu LaRoe, where when they started sending moldy leggings to the girls and the MLM and shit, and they couldn't sell them in ugly patterns, the uh, husband in Lulu LaRoe would talk to these women and be like, you are not selling these leggings because you're not good enough. You need to put them moldy leggings in the oven and get to fucking oh. work. Get on the block, bitch. And after like, you've you already suck. spent your own, after you've mm-hmm. given this man your money, after you've left the country, after you've done all of these things, you've been broken so down that you then believe... This is my own fault. Yeah. You know what's really messed up about it is that he's propagating that kind of trauma. But like somebody who is just coming into this industry, having that happen to them, I mean, it calluses your heart. It calluses your whole spirit. And how do you come out of that? You don't. 
You, you and you need your me. spirit to <laughs> do this job. Well, That's yeah. what Talk people don't it. understand is yeah. that acting, writing, like all the things that we do to create is coming from our souls. And so when you mm-hmm. when you try to break my soul, which it ain't broken, thank you, Beyonce. Okay. But when you try to break my soul, then like how can I do the work that I'm putting my soul into? So yeah. he, it's fucked up. And this is a little fucked up, so I'm going to skim over it. We'll put a trigger warning on this. But sometimes he would regularly convince actors to act out sex scenes over the phone. <gasps> over the phone. While he posed as a female producer. So oh. he knew like acting like he was a woman, obviously women don't commit as much violent crime. We're not necessarily so he was people always feel the predators. Like they were, mm, wow. We can be. Women can be, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say we. I don't be doing that shit. But women can be, but we're not, we're not known for that. You know what right. I mean? Like mm. when you when you put your keys between your fingers and make a fist and you're walking, you're you're ready. You're waiting on a man to try to grab you, right? Yeah. So I mean, he he's was- definitely just playing on again, like people's insecurities and their inability to discern. Like this doesn't feel right, and maybe like instead of trusting that voice he's like using this fake persona as a woman and then saying all this stuff about self-help and safety and all this stuff to Mm -hmm. kind of trick people into trusting him what a freak and and it gets worse on several occasions he poses deb snyder who was the wife and producing partner of director zach snyder and he would act out deeply personal conversations Mm -hmm. with potential new victims so this implicated not only the victim, but actual Deb Snyder. Many other women uh, had... He impersonated... Hargo impersonated them. Were also similarly implicated and angry about it. Because they're like, you're over here using my voice, you're using my likeness, and you're harming people. So now these people are out here thinking that I harmed them because you were pretending to be me. Like, he literally is so fucking sick, Delon. You are absolutely right. One of the victims said... All this time, he was just a wannabe influencer trying to prove to the world that he was worth a shit by pretending to be someone he isn't and funding his fake lifestyle with dirty money. Uh. And and he was arrested in November of 2020 in Manchester, England, in part because information that was discovered by Vanity Fair's investigation. And in his last virtual hearing while awaiting extradition, proceedings ended in profanity when he turned to a variety reporter and addressed them directly by repeatedly stating this. Fuck you. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. And... You see what I'm going to do to you in America? I'm going to fuck you over. So he's still got that ego. He's still oh, like, wow. you caught this me. This is a but... deeply unwell person. What does his dad do to him? <laughs> right. Like, what? Who Who hurt you, right? Who? I mean, somebody hurt you. Who? I mean, I think, I think you are spot on about him wanting to be in the industry because it seems like he is obsessed with film and TV mm-hmm. and has an obsessive personality around collecting people to take advantage of and impersonating all these people. Again, not to give him compliments, but he must be good at doing all of these voices and yeah. accents mm-hmm. to manipulate and and confuse all of these people. And it sounds like he's really bitter that he hasn't been able to do anything with those skills other than scam people. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like a really successful telemarketer. You know, I did I te- I did telemarketing when I was in high school and in college. I oh my god. Because they're literally, it's a scam, right? They're, I literally was trying to convince old people Delon, to get insurance. Delon, not you being in the scam. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, confession, I was making I $16 an hour. I did telemarketing too in college. <laughs> 
I was trying to get these old people to buy insurance for their appliances. Meanwhile, they already have a warranty on their washer and dryer, right? Yeah. He he would have killed it. He would have killed it. I, I had no heart for it, but like crushed that, it. Crushed. I guess I did te- telemarketing too, but it was for Barack Obama. I wasn't old enough to vote. In no, his that's first not election. telemarketing. That's phone banking. Yeah, it is phone banking, but it is also telemarketing. I, I, it is. You're right. It's, it's just it's a do- cuter way. It's also way. doing a service, though. It's cuter. It is. <laughs> but in Texas, it was like you can vote in both primaries. So in Texas, they cheat and they'll like vote for the candidate in the Democratic primary that they think their candidate can beat. So like I was calling people who are registered as Democrats who are Republicans and they'd be like, my dog is Republican. I'd be like, okay, well, thank (laughs) you so much. That literally, that was something someone said to me and I was like, okay, well, please consider voting for Barack Obama. Be the change you want to see. Like (laughs) (laughs) as a kid in high school and very funny that they let kids do those things. I couldn't vote, but I could go like telemarket or phone bank. Um, So yeah. Thank God for you. So this, you know, Hargo, he storms out of the courtroom after that. The U.S. legal representative, we're getting to the end of this. The U.S. legal representative then made his final submissions to the court for approximately 15 minutes before an alarm suddenly sounded in the courtroom and an automatic message said repeatedly, attention, please, due to an emergency, it is necessary to (gasps) evacuate the building. that was him. (laughs) It was discovered that a fire had broken out in the courthouse basement, prompting 300 people to evacuate the building in England and at least one person to be transported to the hospital. It's unclear how the fire started. Hargo Bynes currently awaits extradition to the United States and faces eight charges, including aggravated identity theft and wire fraud. Wire is where they get you. They're going to put him under the jail for that wire. Um, Mm. That's the number one scam thing. Don't do Western Union. Don't wire. Don't use the mail because that is how they will get you. Okay, the USPS don't play. They got hands Mm -mm. just like Waffle House and they're going to put you in that fucking truck with the doors open and you're going to be locked up, bitch. Don't do it. (laughs) So one of his only public statements consisted of lines from the William Shakespeare poem, The Rape of Lucretia. And this is what he said. Time's glory is to calm contending kings, to unmask falsehood and bring truth to light. So now he's trying to act like he wasn't the falsehood and that he's bringing it to light. And we have some um, images that I'm going to show y'all real quick. And then we're going to get to Scammer of the Week. But I'm so glad that Hargo got caught. I talked about this on a Struck show, so I'm not going to say the show. But uh, we talked about him getting caught. He is obsessed. He's quoting fucking Shakespeare. He wanted to be a He's a disgruntled actor. actor. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. You know, he also, he probably went to a, a school. Dad didn't pay for any of it. He didn't give him no help. He's totally disgruntled. Do we need him on the picket line? Because it feels like he got hands. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely need him at the negotiation table. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Oh, now that might be part of his restitution. Yes, use your evil for good. Absolutely. Fran Drescher, call him up. Use your evil for good, Hargo. We will embrace you if you or get us right. Or we can have right. Hargo on the phone pretending to be Fran Drescher. I mean, <laughs> let's play to his right. talents. Okay. Oh, he could easily do the nanny. Oh, oh he yeah. Do he that could so do easily. all the voices of a negotiating committee to get the studios to do what we want. He could do Zaslav. Like, he could do everybody. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we have a deal. We have a fair deal. And everybody's yeah. like, how did we get and, here? And you know what? I feel like if you just gave him a little extra role in a movie or something, he would be very happy. That's what he's, that is what this is all about. Is he him, you know what, his I'll, failed Hollywood dreams. 
I'll write a movie for him if we can get this deal right. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. He needs one. He did such a great job. So uh, wrapping up the show, the end of the show is Scammer of the Week. That's where we highlight a charlatan who may or may not be worthy of our praise. We know Hargo isn't, but Hargo, you have a chance to do something hilarious and turn this around. So we're we're hoping that you hear this and do the right thing while we're on strike. So, but Scammer of the Week, a teenage con artist has been arrested after allegedly defrauding a car dealership out of almost $100,000. 19-year-old Zachary Brown Brent Bailey from Apache, Oklahoma, entered a dealership on April 19th wanting to sell an Acura MXD. Oh, sorry, uh, that neck. He got a long <laughs> ass neck. Why is his neck so long? Why is what your is neck a CVS receipt? Why is your neck? Who is this giraffe up in here? <laughs> Not a CVS receipt. Why you got the wall, the Great Wall of China neck? What? Why? Uh, um, we can no, see he, it from he space. Got, he got his. He got that that um, African neck bracelet or <laughs> necklace cut off. That's what happened. Shit. Oh my god! Okay, yo, neck. necklace companies hire him because you put so many <laughs> on at once. I ain't never. I ain't never seen a neck give this much to height because the neck starts. <laughs> And we, he's, this is a prison shot. We'll show you on the Instagram at Scam Goddess Pod. But the neck starts at five feet. And the neck almost really is does. at five four. It really oh does. Oh, my God. Lacey, good call. The neck is at five feet. Damn. There's a whole foot, of, what, four inches of neck. <laughs> How you the descendant of giraffes? Yeah. Oh. Yo, he fucking Was up it? the whole. We used it, to be. It, it, I, feel, I feel scammed because I was expecting him to be really cute. Like I was fully, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be so, it's gonna be fine." I'm like so excited, and then I got neck, and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> "Damn!" Evolution said we came from monkeys, but this nigga came from a giraffe for sure. <laughs> he sure for did. Sure. Okay, he can see everything with that neck. God damn! Oh my god! <laughs> so he tried to sell an Acura with his long neck. And employees were even, uh, initially suspicious of Zachary, probably because of that neck. I would be suspicious. Okay. Because of how oh. young he looked, but found only $1,713.23 was owed on the vehicle and agreed to purchase it for $43,000. So he was like, get this Acura. It's the, the last payment is real cheap, and y'all can resell it for more money. And the Acura looking good. He got it. Real like, cute. Yeah. yeah. It looks I want new. it. Looks pretty I new. I want it. So on May 1st, he returned to sell a 2023 Toyota Tundra for $66,500 that he owed only $2,200 on. And he received a check that day. Now, I didn't know now, that he's the a Toyota teenager. Tundra... Wow. Yes, a teenager. And I okay. didn't know that Toyota Tundras were that expensive. 66 Gs? And no, if you no sell idea. it for that, what are, what's the markup for the dealership? What? This right. Tundras must be really getting out there and, and and driving over mountains and shit. Like, can I go to Everest <laughs> in a Tundra? God damn. Okay, to- Toyota Tundra, sponsor the show. So it was soon discovered that Zachary made fraudulent transfers on the outstanding balances of the Acura and the Toyota loans the day before selling the vehicles. About two days after the cars were sold, the balance was reverted and the outstanding amounts appeared in full. What, so he was basically like, but rent, you know, getting cars from dealerships, 
getting a loan from the dealership and then like somehow doing some computer work because come on Gen Z y'all done had computers since okay. y'all was babies and he went zero zero one 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 zero zero and he <laughs> changed the balance just long enough to sell the car because he does wow. it like a day before so they don't notice it right it's not enough time just long enough to sell the car and get a check and run out the door uh, with his long ass neck. And I'm sure he has to dip under every surface because. (laughs) 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 No, his head can turn all the way around. Literally. Okay. Do not. If if you're playing limbo, he is not the one to have on your team because he is not making it under. But also, he got peripheral vision like a motherfucker, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna understand when you see the neck on the on the, on the <laughs> Instagram. It's long. So when the warrant was <laughs> issued for Zachary's arrest, authorities discovered that he had a criminal history that included impersonating a physician. Let's go back to Hargo, impersonating. Wow. Let's go back to my favorite physician, um, Dr. Love. <laughs> He was impersonating a physician. And I'm sorry, if you come in and you say you a doctor in a white coat and you got that long ass neck, I'm not going to believe you. I'm and he has a baby face to Delon's when He looks uh, very Doobie Hauser over here. Right. It ain't no way he went through medical school. Mm. Oh, man. But I kind of love That's him. That's crazy. <laughs> he was also fraudulently obtaining expensive housing. Check back to the beginning of this episode. He was getting expensive housing fraudulently. He was getting vehicles, jewelry, and electronics. I want to study his brain. We can't put him in jail because I need to know. Like, should how... he be like prepping for the SATs or something? Like, he is a child. How? Where does he have the time to do all this shit? That neck. I think and... it's elongating. <laughs> and where are his parents? This is my question with with these kids. I'm like, where is where are your parents that you're able to do all of this? And how did you learn it? Oh my god, how... we're becoming so old. Where are your parents? I know, where? I know. And that used to be. I love that. Like. Gen Z would be like, oh, well, before we had TikTok and all these fun things, like, y'all was just sitting at home doing nothing with y'all olds, y'all olds. And then someone retweeted and was like, bro, we were outside so much that there were ads running that were like, do you know where your child is? (laughs) Do you know where your kids are? Amber alert. Amber alert. Okay. (laughs) Your baby is gone. Oh, my God. I always laugh about the signs in L.A. that are like, take time to be a dad. It's never take time to be a mom. That's expected. But it's always like, fathers, do you know your kids? Hang out with them. Talk to them. (laughs) And that's an ad that's paid for by a charity. That is just like, hey, dads, don't leave when you have a seed. And (laughs) (laughs) men, oh gosh, my gender, my gender. Oh, your gender, babes, your gender, babes. But it's okay. We love the good ones. We praise the good ones like you, Delon. So, wrapping this up, at one point, he even drove around in an old surplus police car Uh and wore a bulletproof vest and a duty belt and carried an unregistered gun. He's Mm-mm. currently being held on a hundred thousand dollars bond, and I, I, I'm so sorry. I think he's like the con queen. I think he's like Hargo Bind, where he he is... has to get off on this. Yes, yeah. he gets off on it. He's like, y'all made fun of me for being the giraffe my whole life, and now I'm gonna show you, bitches. <laughs> I mean, I'm he a... did make some money off of the car flip thing, mm-hmm. which I guess makes sense, but all this other stuff, pretending to be a police officer, pretending to be a doctor. What do you possibly get out of that? Pretending other than- power. Don't- he wanted power. Power. Those oh. are positions well, I, I, of power. Yeah. It's so true. Listen, don't don't let anybody tell you you can't be what you want to be because this man was 17 different things, as was Hargo. You can be whatever you want to be. At 19! Just- a prodigy! At ni- 
He's done, literally a prodigy. He's done more than I've done at fucking 40. <laughs> we need to study him. Y'all, don't lock don't lock this baby up for long because I, like, what's his name? Zachary? Zach? We need to study him. He needs to be in the CIA. He needs to He be... needs to offer a voice lessons class or something. Um, like, how are they doing is. these different personalities and tricking people into thinking, oh, you're a doctor. Oh, you're a police officer. Like, put your skills to good use. I'll tell you what, right though. We're, I'm not getting away with that. They're not being no. like your police no. officer. I'm not no. going into no dealership and me able to sell a car. I'm not doing any of that when I buy black ass, okay? Delon, it could be your car fully paid off. Tag say Delon. You got like a personal license plate. <laughs> right. And right. they would still be like, I don't know. We don't trust this Negro. They call the police immediately. Like literally. Like, what, why are you calling the police? <laughs> why am I cuffs? They co- they confiscate my car. <laughs> They're like, no, we're taking it, actually. It's not yours, sir. Right. Listen, same. Every time I go to a space that's rich or expensive, they're like asking me. I feel like it's the most triggering question that I get from white people. What do you do? Because mm-hmm. it's like, who gave mm-hmm. you money, niggers? And how did you get here? And how can we stop them? So, Delon, <laughs> right. I understand fully. We have reached the end of the episode. We always ask at the end of this podcast, where would you like to be found? What would you like to plug? Obviously, we're struck, so it won't be TV shows, but anything you like i mean please well again check. of course <laughs> well again the pod the pod comes out on september 13th so where we publish every wednesday we have our instagram at fix it pod and the world knows fran and and fran fran the world does know fran. The, the world no, 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 the no, world that to me she'd be on you every side of twitter at us. <laughs> right oh right you God. can get at us via fran always <laughs> And Fred, where would you like to be found that we are? I know mean, look, found my that? publicist was just hyping me up over here. Um, I'm a I'm a professional hype man. I love it. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Cheska Lee, C-H-E-S-C-A-L-E-I-G-H. Our new podcast is Let Me Fix It. You can subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yes. And as always, guys, if you want to follow me and my personal shenanigans, D I V A L A C I D V A L A C I on all platforms. Y'all, we, the live show, October 8th, get your tickets. We're in New York. Get your, get your chopped cheese, get your bodega boys out, get the cat, bring everybody. Um, And if you want to see these photos, if you want to see this neck, because you're going to see this neck and you're going to understand. If you want to see Zachary's neck, Scam Goddess Pod on Instagram. If you want to chat with me, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter. Congregation, y'all, stay naked. Get out there and work (laughs) your neck. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brand. Stay scamming. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.